Hey, so before we get into the episode, I've got an exciting announcement. Coming soon to the Ellie Poza website is a directory where you can connect with a professional who's passionate and dedicated to supporting you on your life journey. I know how hard it is to find a therapist or coach who feels like they actually get me, which is why I wanted to provide a space where you can find the right person who can support you where you're at right now in your life. Well, that's all I'm going to say about this exciting new feature coming soon to eliposa.com. That's E-L-E-P-O-S-A dot com. All right, now on to the episode. Welcome to the Creative Seed Podcast, a space for your creative side to connect and be inspired with real-life stories, real-life experiences, and real-life tools to guide you on your path as you transform your life into an abundantly creative expression of yourself. And now your host, creative entrepreneur, instructor, and avid creative life coach, Diana Carter. Well, hello, my friends. How are you? I... Am amazing. Just super happy to be back. It's been over a month since my last podcast, and life has just been all kinds of crazy and uh, new changes and establishing new routine and you know getting a new foundation laid for the very new direction in life that things are going. And let me tell you, it is very exciting. If I did not have the tools of mindfulness (laughs) or managing my mind, I would be saying 100% different things. It is because of mindfulness and, and managing my mind that I have been able to go through a rather scary transition. Nothing horrible, you know, it's the end of a relationship that was, you know, many years long and, you know buying a house together and, you know, cars and, you know, everything, everything that you do when you are building a life together with someone else. So when those situations end, um, everything changes and the foundation all changes and everything has to be rebuilt, right? The experience, however, instead of being one of devastation, it's been through loss and the acceptance of it. And instead of turning on myself and saying, oh, this is just proof that I can never have a relationship that's going to last more than six years. No, it's, it's been, this is a loss. Sure. Absolutely. But now there's all this space for so much more growth, so much new things. And there already has been, life already has been going in it completely new direction that's really exciting and more aligned with what I really want to create in my life. It wouldn't be possible if there hadn't been loss. And that's just one way of looking at it. For me, it's a very positive, beneficial way of looking at it. Because in my past, when I didn't manage my mind, I would have made the loss of this relationship all about me. And take it all personally and say, well, this is just proof that I'm, you know, a failure. But when you don't buy into just any random way to interpret things, I mean, you could go that route. And then the like the result of that kind of thinking is depression, despair, 
cowardice, hiding, avoiding, and complete sabotage of self-esteem and confidence. I don't want those results in my life. I don't want that type of life. I know there is so much more potential in me to shine out into the world that I won't focus on those types of messages. I have in my past and I know what results they brought me. They brought me to self-loathing and self-hate and and no self-esteem. They took me down dark roads of depression that took years to get out of. I won't do that. My life is way too precious. I have one life. I will focus on other messages, other ideas, other thoughts. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts to focus on. And the ones I choose to focus on will bring me feelings and emotions of excitement, adventure, love, supporting myself and acknowledging my personal strengths and endurance and reliability and wisdom, the grander scheme of things. These emotions and messages and thoughts that I focus on, they inspire me. They push me forward and motivate me to keep working hard on shining light into the world and saying, we can change the way we live our lives and we can create the lives that we want, that we choose. Difficult things will happen in life. It's guaranteed. There are horrible events going on all over the world. There are horrible things that happen to people every single day. These things will happen. It's guaranteed. This is part of life. But what is your choice? Is how you will take these events, what you will focus on. Because what you focus on will create the emotions you're going to experience. The emotions that you experience will create the energy in your life that will either block you or propel you. And that is your choice, my friends. That is why I'm so excited to have these skills of mindfulness, of thought work, because even though life is not perfect in the fact that everything isn't just, you know, rainbows, which is, it's actually fine. Because if everything was rainbows, you wouldn't learn how strong you are. If everything was just rainbows, you wouldn't realize your true virtues of being dependable for the ones that you love. If everything was rainbows, your inner wisdom wouldn't get to shine. So even though it does create feelings of loss and sadness, which are also okay emotions. Emotions aren't bad for us. But even though we have situations where we experience pain, we experience loss, we have challenges, when you focus on the thoughts, the ideas that actually serve you, your experience is 100% different. My life is a testament to the fact that mindfulness and managing your mind will create 100% different results in your life. These are skills we need in today's day and age, especially in today's day and age, because we are bombarded by thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts and ideas 
from all kinds of areas all around us. When we drive on the street, we see all these cars and we see all these big houses or we see all these, you know, signs of poverty and crime and, you know, vandalism. We see billboards. We hear, you know, things on the radio about how you have to have liposuction or how you have, you know, whatever size you are, it's not the right size. Whatever weight you're at, it's not the right weight. However you eat, it's not the right way to eat. Everything coming in towards us are all of these ideas and thoughts that if we're not managing our minds, we will just simply take them in. And when we unconsciously start to focus on them, they will start to create emotions within us. And often, the emotions that they create are not beneficial messages that actually create the types of life we want to have. Normally, they're destructive because they create these senses of fear and lack which helps in the marketing world, because when somebody feels like they are lacking something, they're more than likely to go buy from you to fulfill that need. This is why when we are bombarded with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of messages on a daily basis that we're not good enough, we have to realize that that is an optional thought to focus on. You know, when we have circumstances in life that make us think well, this challenge is way too big. There's no way I can come up with a solution for that. Well, you're going to shut yourself down. You're, the emotion that you're going to create is insufficientness. You know, you're stupid or you feel dumb. Um, you know, things like that that don't create the type of energy that's going to actually get you to start looking for a solution. So it's an amazing, simple process, but it is a skill. The skill is to become mindful, to manage your mind consciously. And it's a skill that we need to start developing because it really will give you the tools you need to create the life that you want to have. And as a creative, um, as an entrepreneur, having gone through, you know, a handful of experiences where without man managing my mind, you know, I would have given up years ago, because, you know, all the signs would have been pointing the opposite way. Uh, you'll never be able to do this. You'll never be able to succeed. And that's buying into all those, you know, ideas and thoughts. I hope that is encouraging to you because it really, it really is amazing to, to go through, you know, an event, a, a big transition, a big change. And, and I'm not saying that when going through this big change, that I haven't had moments and times of feeling sadness, feeling loss, feeling perfectly human, feeling all of the feelings. The feelings aren't a problem. Emotions aren't bad for us, okay? Emotions, we don't have to avoid emotions. It's, it's how we make them mean something about us. And when we make things mean things about us that we're lacking, that's when we really want to start questioning what thoughts we're focusing on. Managing our minds is an incredible skill. It's one that we have to consciously develop. Mindfulness, managing your mind, is the key to success. So how do you manage your minds? We've got to know how to do this, right? We're going to do it. We've got to know how to do it. What you need to do to begin working on managing your mind is start to observe your thoughts. What thoughts are you having? When you feel this feeling, 
what thoughts are what thoughts are running through your head. And you'll begin to notice as you start looking at your thoughts, some thoughts kind of are on repeat. Some thoughts are like the tip of an iceberg that when you start to break them down, you realize that there is a huge piece of ice underneath the water here. You saw this little tip of the iceberg, but you had no idea that there was this glacier underneath the water. So when you're noticing an emotion that you aren't, you aren't feeling is serving you and you're looking at your thought, this is when you need to start questioning your thoughts. Okay. What thoughts am I having? What thoughts am I having? And you write them down. Just write down everything. Then you need to ask yourself, is this thought serving me? Is it serving me? Does this, does this thought serve me? And how does it make me feel? How does this thought make me feel? And then also you need to ask yourself, how is it you want to feel? Some people like feeling miserable about themselves, which is crazy. I've been there. It was a crazy realization to, to realize and to be honest with myself that breaking myself down and feeling insignificant, it gave me the excuse not to try. It gave me the excuse to avoid situations, that feeling. So I used it as, a, as an excuse. I wasn't consciously aware of that, but that's what was going on. And that's what I discovered through mindfulness and looking at my thoughts, what I was thinking, what kind of feelings I was having, and if those feelings were serving me, and if they were creating the results that I wanted in my life. So that's the third step. You look at the results in your life and ask, are these the results I want in my life? Okay? So not every single situation in your life has to be put through this process. Normally, we begin by looking at the areas in our life that we're getting results that we aren't happy with. So writing your thoughts down, you can start to see because you're going to start using your eyeballs to look at your thoughts now instead of just letting them go crazy in your head as these invisible thoughts. When you start incorporating other body parts to analyze your thoughts, it's it's very interesting what happens because it's like a whole different part of your brain is activated. So when you write your thoughts down, you know, you're using your hand to write, you know, which is processing these thoughts through a whole different stream of, of events going on. And then you use your eyeballs to read it. You, it might be interesting to you to, to realize you have some new thoughts about your thoughts that are going on in your head. Okay. You might realize, huh, well, that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's not necessarily true. There's so many circumstances that could create that thought, right? <clears throat> it's really interesting. So write down what your thoughts are and then write down how it makes you feel when you think that thought. So write it down and then think it and hone in on your body and see how that feels. What kind of emotion did that bring up? Where in your body was it? So hone in on the emotion, okay? And then you want to look at what the result is that you are getting from that emotion, okay? So these are the steps that you start to take to really bring to the front of your mind the thoughts that are going on that are actually creating your current life. And yes, all these thoughts 
are running in the back of your mind on autopilot and they are creating the behaviors that you're taking. And when we bring them to the front of our mind, we can really start to question them. And then when we want to start having new thoughts to create different results, then we actively practice those new thoughts and eventually they'll go back into the autopilot mode. Sometimes it happens quicker than others. It just depends on how deep the thought that you're trying to change goes, okay? So this is the process of looking at your thoughts, writing them down, and asking yourself if these thoughts are serving you. Is this thought serving me? Is this thought creating the emotion that I want to feel? And is that emotion what I want to feel to get the certain result that I want to have in my life? Those questions and that process will completely change your life. So I encourage you to start trying this. These are the active steps of, of managing your mind. It's very basic. It's very simple. There are lots of teachers out there who teach this process. Sometimes the wording is different. Sometimes, you know, it's a little bit, sounds a little bit more complicated. But in a nutshell, this is the process that you will be going through and working on changing your life. And it's, it's as simple as that, but it's also more complicated than that because what you are up against is a very, very powerful tool, which is your mind, that has been functioning in a certain way for years, and it's gotten you to this point. And when you are trying to change the code of a very old program, <laughs> it sometimes takes some work and effort, but it's 100% worth it. And you can, you can 100% do it because it's your mind. Okay. You are the one driving, steering, directing the canoe that you're in. So don't give up on this, my friends. It is 100% worth it. I can't express enough of how grateful I am to be practicing and having been exposed to these tools whenever I was. I mean, it's like life is a beautiful series of events that it's like, you know, so many things have to happen to get you to where certain events are happening, certain people, you know, are interacting with. Like, if you start looking at all of the things that had to occur to get you to today, I mean, it's, it's a marvel. It is absolutely amazing how complicated and beautiful life is with its negatives and its positives. I wouldn't be the person that I am today without the trials and and all of the crazy things, you know, life likes to throw at us. And yes, they, they suck for moments when you go through a horrible event. But the person that you come out on the other side as can be so, I mean, it's just like, it's the whole expression of, of going through the fire. Going through the flame brings out the most beautiful aspects that's in the, in the stone. You, you throw a stone into uh, the flame, into the furnace, and all of the, you know, all the debris that's on it gets burnt away, and you're left with this beautiful gem. And sure, that process doesn't necessarily spark <laughs> pleasure hormones or whatever, but in the end, or through the process, when you're able to manage your mind and realize that it's part of, it's just part of the journey Manage your minds for yourself because you will discover 
just how amazing you are. You will discover that you are strong and you're stronger than you realized. When you manage your mind and you go through life supporting yourself mentally with your with your knowledge that you will never abandon yourself. You will always, always support yourself and know that no matter what happens, you're not going to turn your back on yourself. When you have that kind of confidence and you get to go through difficult experiences, it completely changes the, the concept because now it's like you're going through it and you just all of a sudden get to learn how much wisdom you have, how much intuition you have that you couldn't see before because it wasn't being applied. It wasn't being activated. Challenge of life activates our greatest strengths, our greatest virtues that we just don't see during the good times because we don't have to activate them. And when you go through those experiences and you see those beautiful qualities about yourself activated from the challenges of life. There's a whole new level of appreciation and love that you start to develop for yourself that just further strengthens the foundations of your being. And that, my friends, is one of the most precious and valuable experiences that we get to have in life. And it's it's those types of moments where we just get to float and be in this whole new experience of life to where you don't you don't challenge life to bring you difficult situations but you know that when they come because they will you know you can handle it and you know that you have what you need to do what you're going to need to do and it's just a beautiful place to be. It's a beautiful place to be, and it's a wonderful way to live life. So that is what I encourage you to pursue, my friends. It is it is so worth it, so worth the effort, and it's completely accessible to you. And these are the skills that you need to start developing to, to um, fashion that out of the rock. So that is it for me today. I look forward to more podcasts in the future and talking about, of course, mind management tools and all kinds of fun little things. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.